Welcome to Spiritual Success, the podcast. I'm your host, Cynthia Stant. As a dedicated student of metaphysics, I have skillfully honed my intuition, mastered the art of meditation, and cultivated a disciplined spiritual practice that has led me to become a multi-seven-figure top sales producer. Today, I work with thousands of business professionals, entrepreneurs, and their teams to up-level their sales game and create magic in their business and life. On this show, you will see that all success truly happens when you authentically align with your intuition. So come, be vulnerable, be open-minded, and allow success to pour through you here on Spiritual Success. Hello, hello, successful souls. I have a special treat for you today because today we are hosting another Inner Feminine Beast interview. So I'm just going to put it out there. I'm just going to say it because I talk about how important it is all the time. And for me as a mentor, as a coach, as a leader, I always want to be leading by example. And I'd just like to let you know before we go into introductions, Today's guest, I met through a, you guessed it, a connection call. I want to remind you, together we are better, together we rise. I joke around, I call it the Spice Girl effect. You know, one of them tried to go solo. It's just definitely not as good when they're by themselves, okay? So ladies, make sure you're reaching out, connecting to other ladies. This is how I have found so many of my dear friends, my accountability partners, several of my mentors, several of my clients, and several of our guests here on the show. So we started as a connection call and right away we noticed we knew a lot of the same people. That will happen. The more and more you connect, you realize that the internet world is a small place. It's, it's pretty amazing how we can all connect with so many people all over the world just from this little box. But um, one thing that I love about the guests that we have today is that we've shared past mentors, uh, people she's working with now, I've worked with them in the past. She has multiple mentors. You know, I stress it all the time. I have multiple mentors. Remember, if you're a mentor, you should be having a mentor. And if you have a mentor, they should have mentors. You're always growing, you're always learning. And when you invest in yourself, it empowers you to attract other people who are willing to invest in you. So I'm really, really excited to have such a successful woman on our show today. So I'm going to go ahead and read her bio. And then of course, we're going to bring her in and welcome her. So if you're coming in, I am recording this live. So definitely make sure you're chatting it up. Say hi to us. I know we're streaming in a lot of places. So here we go. So today we have Mariah Brown as our guest. I'm super happy to have her here. So Mariah is a Yale and functional medicine trained CNM MSN with her undergraduate degree in marketing. We have that in common. She's a mom, wife, and CEO who left her Fortune 50 corporate career to serve women. I promise you I can talk. (laughs) All right, she has a deep appreciation and respect for food as medicine and mindset matters. Her work online brings her 21 years of experiencing supporting women together in one place to co-create deep transformation, energy, and passion. Mariah has managed the women's health in federally funded clinics, as well as functional medicine private practices since 2007, and has been part of international health endeavors in Nicaragua, Ghana, and Haiti. Today, she works online as a woman's health and empowerment expert. She has caught hundreds of babies and now midwives women through chapters of change. I love that. That's beautiful. She is the creator and CEO of the Women Vibrancy Code and Beyond the Red Tent. 
and has owned a nutrition franchise since 2007 as well. She's also a mama of three children, a nine-year-old and younger, and wife to a man with a beautiful heart. I love that. Already so much in common. Marjorie's here next to see you. And everyone, I'd love for you to welcome my new dear friend, Miss Mariah Brown. Mariah, thanks for being here today. I'm blessed and thankful to be here. Thanks for having me, Cynthia. Of course, of course. Mm -hmm. So we recently connected. Um, thank you for having me on your podcast. We've had some chit chats in between. You and I are DMing constantly. I know you're considering coming down to the beautiful state of Florida, po possibly living here. So I'm yes. like, come, come, come be here. It's like the best place <laughs> to live. But also as we are chit chatting, you know, one of the things that I'm super passionate about, something that I am constantly helping my clients with and speaking the importance of is really having a business where you are living your passion, you know, you're creating huge impact, but you're also for your own self creating a lot of freedom and creating a lot of money. I know right now you're traveling, you're in Los Angeles. Yeah. And as your friend, you know, I've noticed you have experienced some great success in your business lately. And I just want to celebrate you as a successful woman, as a CEO, as somebody who's serving other women, you're doing the damn thing. And I love that. So I'm celebrating you. But also, I'd love to give you the opportunity to kind of explain how it is, it is that you work with your clients specifically. Yeah, sure. Um, so, yes, I'm here in Los Angeles and I'm trusting it's it's a, I'm in a very big room and hopefully the echo isn't too strong and the Internet's going to be on. No, you're beautiful. Everything's perfect. Great. Thank you. Great. Uh, so I work. So like. I don't know. So there's a lot of letters, right? So it's MSN, CNM, what the heck is that? So I'm a certified nurse midwife by training. Um, like the bio said in 2020, I think it was, I just took on this endeavor. And right now what I do is I work online and I help women move from exhausted to energized, balance their hormones and feel turned on by their life, their lover and themselves. So specifically at a lot of the women that come into my space are very ambitious, very driven women, and they go, go, go. They're creating, they're creating, and often they'll bring in coaches, so to speak, in their business development in this setting, like phenomenal. They're leaning into their feminine abundance and maybe even metaphysics. I come in and add on the layer of our well-being and our health. So for the women who are exhausted, for the women who aren't sleeping, maybe there's literally too much stress and their body isn't handling the stress well. For the women who all of a sudden are finding themselves with a tanked libido. For the women who feel like something is up, my skin feels odd, I'm putting on extra weight, everything I'm trying isn't working, there's new irritability, PMS is in the way, all of that stuff. And they've gone and tried to find solutions and up to this point, generally what I hear is I don't recognize I don't recognize myself in the mirror and I'm sick and tired of being told either everything is normal or here's a prescription. And so insert me and my team and we get to look through a functional medicine lens and a women's health perspective to go, all right, I trust you. You're right. Whatever you were experiencing is real and valid, and you're not going to get a prescription from me. You're not going to hear me say, everything is just fine. Let's keep looking because every woman is a very unique 5,000 piece puzzle. Yeah. And sometimes there's just that one missing piece and we've got to figure out what it is. And then obviously I mentioned libido and I'm sure we'll talk about that today. Oh, yeah. 
but really truly i for us to receive abundance for us to create abundance to know that um we can settle into the energy of having and gratitude in this moment what comes first the chicken or the egg i don't know but what i do know is women that work with me feel turned on by their life their lover and themselves so that converts to actual sexual libido but it also converts to feeling thrilled by their days and how their days are spending and their relationships and the type of work that they're doing so anyway that's a little that's a little bit of what i do yeah, no, it's it's clear that you and I have the same ideal client, but we work with them in different ways. Mm-hmm. Me with the metaphysical side, the mindset, energetic embodiment, a lot with the business strategies that are aligned with, you know, having a, a lifestyle that they can create through their business, not a lifestyle that revolves around their business. And then you're helping them, you know, with really their, their health and all around. I'm curious because when we talk about it, it's very easy and it's super... Um, for me, it's super easy to identify that overachieving powerhouse woman who's go, 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 do, do, doing. And this is my ideal client because for, that used to be me. So I'm curious when we talk about this person and who you help, yeah. does that relate to who you used to be? Yeah, well, I don't think that there's a destination point. I think it's a constant process and progress. Mm-hmm. So yes and no. So I've been at the place where... I pushed and pushed and white knuckled it and didn't listen in Mm -hmm. until my adrenals and my thyroid crashed. And I found myself exhausted, body aches, strange rashes, not wanting to be touched. I felt trapped in my life. I felt trapped in my body. I felt trapped in my marriage. And initially, what did I do about it? Absolutely nothing. I kept working. Yeah. Until ironically, uh, seven years ago, when my second baby was born, she needed a little bit of extra support. And I brought a naturopath to the house to come see her. And luckily, the naturopath looked at me and said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm fine. I'm a little tired, but I'm fine. You know, and here I was, I'm a healthcare provider in the community. I didn't want to let her know that I'm not perfect because I want her to refer her patients to me. Yeah. And um, I wasn't ready to be totally vulnerable. And I was caught up in my own perfectionism. And she luckily saw through it and said, let's order some labs. And then, you know, of course, my thyroid and my adrenals had crashed. And so I started my own journey of really allowing myself to receive and looking through a functional medicine lens to to start addressing what that meant. So now fast forward today, seven years later, my health is a totally different picture. My experience in my life and my body and my marriage has transformed. You know, we're more in love now than ever. I brought him home as the CFO this last summer, and now he's stay-at-home dad. So, of course, there was some recalibration in masculine and feminine, but we're doing it, and we're doing it like so – I want to jump his bones every day. <laughs> it's good. Multiple times. Yeah. And – Do I still have moments where I look back at the day and I worked too many hours or I didn't set enough boundaries? Yes. Yeah. But am I actively creating shift? Absolutely. And um, I know that things are much better now. And I see that because I feel better in my body. I feel more solid in my relationships and my financial abundance is a completely different picture. And it's all related. Like you said, how we do anything is how we do everything. 
Yeah. No, it's, it's, we all, that's my, I talk about it all the time. It's my life mantra, acknowledge it, embrace it, see it through. We're constantly evolving. We acknowledge that our past is part of our story, but it does not define us. It's embracing right now that we are the, the cause that creates the effect. We're here to make a decision. And if we say it is, and so it is, as long as we see it through. So it's, we're constantly evolving, constantly changing. There was times in my life where I was constantly drowning in masculinity. There was times where I was frolicking about daydreaming and picking daisies all day is truly my feminine. It's now (laughs) here that my brand is inner feminine beast because it's not necessarily the balance. It's the harmony of switching in and out and having them work together. Um, that you find a lot of that happiness. So I'm sure we can talk more about that. But today, Mariah, I want to talk about sex. <laughs> Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you. And me. I got you. I got you. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. But I, I really did want to bring this up. So I think this is so important. And it's not a subject that we have talked a lot about here on the Spiritual Success Podcast show. So libido something you mentioned already for those who don't know what exactly is libido and how does it affect women yeah so libido i mean i think the easiest way to put it would be sexual desire but it's not just sexual i think of libido as a desire and an excitement to wake up and like excited for your day yeah it's around passion. It's around like deep cellular vitality, mm-hmm. um, a desire to want to create more, dream bigger. But also, it's it's physiological arousal. Yeah. But when when I have an interaction with someone, I actually feel pulled physically to want to be touched, to want to touch. It's the ability to actually have vaginal juiciness and reach orgasm and really experience sexual pleasure. It's all of that. And pleasure, not just being sexual, but pleasure in life. Like when when you're having higher levels of libido, it's like food tastes better. Yes. You can smell roses across the way. (laughs) It's like right here, right now, it just, things are brighter than they usually are, you know? Absolutely. Yes. Acknowledge that libido is in all of our senses. So Mm -hmm. you can take a bite of a strawberry and actually luxuriate in the experience of chewing it. You can light a beautiful candle and take a scent and allow that to like caress your body. You can see a beautiful flower. I mean, right now in the neighborhood that I'm staying in a beautiful pool and palatial homes, it's just like to be able to look through the lens of pleasure and gratitude. I, I think of that as libido. And we're going to talk more about it, but this is funny. This makes me giggle. Um, so inside my program, spiritual success experience, there's this particular week where I have this homework assignment for the ladies mm-hmm. because I remember being that woman who worked 80 hour weeks, go, go, go do, do, doing. And I am a lady who lives off her to-do list. Here's today's to-do list, right? There, there it is. It's all ready to go. But sometimes I would find my to-do list and I would look at it and I would go check, check, check. And then I would see writing on it that wasn't my own handwriting. And I recognized it as my husband's. And it would say, eat lunch. (laughs) Because he knows I would go without eating. Or if I did, what did I do? I grabbed a granola bar and crushed it into my mouth, 
true to the fast as I could so that I could then get to my next call, get to the next console, get to the next sale, next thing, do, go, go, meeting. And eating is such a big part of receiving and, and sitting, like you said, and tasting it. And so I have the women in the program really pay attention to how they eat. And are they eating like somebody who is stressed out or are they going to the end result, being the highest version of themselves? Are mm -hmm. they eating off a paper plate or are they eating off fine china what is the best version of you do and you know and and how so it got so fun because the ladies were submitting their homework and every single one of them was eating grapes like like being seductive like a goddess, <laughs> goddess. and i was like yes you're getting it no more granola crunching throwing it down your throat taste your food receive yeah. your food appreciate your food and bring pleasure into the things that light you up yeah but especially when it comes to sex and how are you breathing? Are you able to slow down and luxuriate in the feeling of oxygen? How are you listening? Are you taking a pause and really playing music and you've got your play mix ready that can do a change of state and you allow that to be a passionate experience yeah. through what lens, through what mind's eye are you looking at your world? I mean, how spectacular that we can shift our total state of being just by looking through eyes of gratitude. It's all, it's all in the realm of libido. How are you feeling like right now? How am I feeling the cloth of my shirt and the feeling exactly. of the cushion under my butt and the feeling yeah. of my feet on the carpet down below? I mean, what is my experience? I'm always barefoot just so you know, <laughs> I'm always barefoot when I do, um, any work with my clients, any interviews, anything, because it just helps me to be in my body, to be present, to feel things. And you're literally speaking words out of my mouth that I say all the time. Because I'll say to people right now, can you feel the chair underneath you? And they're like, oh, yeah. I'm like, but you didn't even think about it until I brought it up. Being yeah. in your body is how you manifest. Being comfortable in your physical is how you bring things into the physical. Mm -hmm. You have to be comfortable and feel at home in your body. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious because I know, you know, and I, I'm, I'm so excited to hear, but what correlations do you see with success driven powerhouse, high achieving um, CEO and, you know, corporate executive women and their libido? Yes. Well, I think there's a dichotomy. Okay. So there's the corporate CEO, high achieving, making a lot of money and completely exhausted, mm -hmm. feeling unfulfilled in her relationship, not having intimate connection with her children, um, and feeling bitter and irritable when she's off camera, so to speak. So I don't think that all women who are being very successful and making a shit ton of money are necessarily experiencing a whole lot of libido. Right. On the flip side, I love to surround myself with women who are creating success out there as the feminine beast, but they're doing it with fluidity. They're doing it with pause. They're doing it with boundary setting because what I know is that we serve the world greatly. We are serving with our services. We are serving with our energy. We are serving by providing for our family. And if we are serving from a cup that is less than half full, what kind of crap are we serving? Yeah. And, and so there's a big difference. The woman who is really in her power and filling up her own cup first, 
So that way, what she is serving with and what is being poured out into the world is a bountiful, robust, libido-filled, filled-up version. I believe a rising tide lifts all boats. And in that scenario, not only are we... Um, enhancing our personal experience of passion and pleasure so that we can fully embody and receive the abundance in an even more profound way. But the way in which it's being done and the ripple effect in the world becomes that much more impactful. Because we as women, like you mentioned, the food is an example. Uh, Alison Armstrong, she's been studying male and female brain forever. She talks about diffuse awareness. So we as women, we have diffuse awareness. We are aware of all things at all times, okay? Hunter-gatherer phase, a woman goes out into a field. She's aware what weather patterns are happening, what predators might be in the field. She can hear children in the background. She's clear of those berries aren't edible. These berries are behind the bush, under the bush. That's going to be ripe tomorrow, next week. There's diffuse awareness. In today's world, we can walk downstairs and we notice, oh, there's a pile of laundry over there. The dishes need to be done. All the emotional labor playing in the background of the appointments that we need to make. Right now, I'm worried about my nine-year-old son. He has poison oak head to toe. And so that's always playing in my the back of my mind. I see that there's dust on the mantle. I see that that, whatever it may be, we have diffuse awareness. And all of those things are literally yelling at us at equal decibel of sound. And so we have this diffuse awareness that's generally external. Whereas for a male-bodied individual or in a masculine model, it's on the hunt. Yeah. Single track mind, I see one thing, we are on a specific mission. Right. And so often when I'm in a heterosexual marriage, my husband doesn't necessarily understand, but what he does acknowledge just like yours is that one of the ways that they can serve us greatly is to remind us to drop into our body. Or if we're not, if we don't have that support around, we add it to our to-do list to yeah. literally remind ourselves, drink water, yeah, take a break, take a breath, mm -hmm. eat food. Because our diffuse awareness is perpetually external and it actually requires effort to turn it back on ourselves and say, no, no permission needed. I'm important. My boundaries are important. My self-care is important. I'm going to ensure that I schedule in time to get high-octane nutritious foods and the right drinks so that I can serve more greatly in the world. Yeah. It's like the uh, flight attendant. In case of emergency, please take care of yourself before helping the person next to you. Yeah. yeah. And it's spectacular how many women have exceptional guilt and shame in Just that context. This. You know what? I, I actually had this conversation last night with my clients in the spiritual success experience. And we were talking about the, the standards and of course, healthy boundaries. And when you first establish boundaries in your life in the beginning, it feels like you're being selfish because it's a change. But really mm -hmm. what happened was um, I, I have women come to me sometimes and they say, Cynthia, I don't know if you're the coach for me or the mentor for me, or I have friends that'll say, you know what? You're, I'm glad I'm happy for you, but you, that's definitely not who I am. And I'm, I'm like, can you tell me why? What do you mean? And they're like, you're just so disciplined. You're so work oriented. You go, go, go. And I'm like, the funny part is, no, I'm so disciplined that when I'm working, I am working fully. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. when I am off, 
I have more fun than anybody because I am off. And it's not doing a little bit here and giving one client a little bit here and my husband a little bit here and my children just a little bit of me and a little bit. It's not giving a little bit of yourself everywhere as you're saying, depleting, giving away the crap, you know, you're filling yourself mm. up, you're being a surplus of all things good and you're creating boundaries so that when you do sit down with that client, they get all of you. When you sit down with your husband, he gets all of you. When you're with your children, you get all of you. And so actually by creating these boundaries, I'm doing the absolute opposite of being selfish. I'm giving you more and being more gracious because I'm a woman who can maintain a standard. Absolutely. And, I, and I think that's so, and it seems yeah. like you're very aligned with that, but it's also and, care yourself physically that same way. It's yeah. time to stop. I don't yeah. work after five o'clock. I don't work Fridays. For me, yeah. that's my standard. And we do others a service, our children and other women in the world. We do them a service to be setting that example because mm -hmm. then hopefully they lead by example and they're given permission to do the same thing. I always say, allow ourselves to be felt rather than fighting for our worthiness. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like is dropping into our body and feeling ourselves and prioritizing ourselves rather than fighting for our worthiness, go, 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 work, 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 burn, burn the candle at both ends, white knuckle it. And then at the end of the day, there's nothing left for you or your family. You don't want to be touched. You're irritable. Your PMS is all over the place. You're not sleeping well. You're putting on extra weight. Oh, by the way, your adrenals are shot. So now you're not digesting the food that you're eating. Your immune system is crap. So now your thyroid crashes and you end up with some type of strange autoimmune condition yeah. and you're struggling with brain fog because your clarity of thought is gone because you're not caring for yourself. And now your body's in constant fight, flight or freeze. Right. Yeah. yeah. So our show, Spiritual Success, we're going to put in some universal concepts here. So one of the laws that govern the universe is the law of correspondence. And mm -hmm. it works in many ways. But the one way I want to bring up here is how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yes. And so easy example is if your desk is completely unorganized and absolutely a mess, it's easy to assume that you're systems in your business aren't quite flowing correctly as well either or even your mind because as within so without uh, and then and vice versa is a mirror it's a reflection so your mind is probably cluttered as well too so would you agree or can you share your view on how receiving money receiving in general in business and yes. running a business yes. how it's tied to how you receive and run yes. things in the bedroom. Yes. Yes. So, okay. Yes. I have my nurse practitioner. You're like, Oh my God. Yes. I want to talk about this. <laughs> I, well, I have my nurse practitioner degree from Yale. Right. Um, that's functional what medicine. Ever tell me that? I, I love when people send me bios and I have to read them. And I'm like, I've been talking to you for weeks and like months. And I didn't know that. Like, that's yes. amazing. So there's that piece, like I've got the book knowledge, right? And the functional medicine lens. I also have studied energetic work and I've taught at the Chinese medicine college on the big island of Hawaii and, and I've studied Peruvian shamanism. And so where I go is maybe, I don't know if it's not necessarily metaphysical, so to speak, yeah. but there's a word called Aini. It's a Quechua word and it means sacred reciprocity. Okay. And so what sacred reciprocity looks like for me is there's a, there, it is a requirement that there is a balance. Mm -hmm. 
in nature, there nature is always finding its own balance. Okay, we breathe out the breathe, the trees breathe in, we're breathing out. The trees give back what we breathe in, right? The animal kingdom, there's predators, there's prey, there's herbivores. They're maintaining sacred reciprocity. And so then I think about the, the actual physiology of a female bodied individual. If we would like to survive as a species on the planet, we must receive sperm, Receive, And then our bodies know exactly what to do with it. And it cultivates and creates life. And we hold on to that life. And our body knows just what to do to cultivate it. And then we birth it. And we breastfeed it. And we give. Mm -hmm. And so when I think about this idea of correspondence, or how we do anything is how we do everything, there has to be sacred reciprocity. And there's sacred reciprocity in energy. I think of money as energy. Yes. It's whatever whatever value we place on it. And, and to what degree can I drop into the energy of receiving? Yeah. Am I able to ask for help? Am I able to receive touch and caress with ease? Am I able to receive compliments with ease? Exactly. Can I allow eyes on my naked body with ease? Yeah. Can I look in the mirror at my naked body and speak to myself through eyes of gratitude and love and support. Mm-hmm. So there is a constant sacred reciprocity at work. And what I know, I'm not at seven figures yet, but this is my year. We're well, you're to- close. <laughs> close. And I say that because I'm also actively shifting. I'm actively looking at in what areas of my life can I drop in a little bit better yeah. Shift what is being filtered in and what is being filtered out, mm-hmm. allowing myself to receive and feel safe and feel a deep sense of belonging in the context of receiving. Yeah. I'm going to get really vulnerable and I'm going to, I like to do that. I think as we, you mentioned vulnerability already, vulnerability is one of your biggest superpowers, vulnerability and willingness. Um, I'm also going to give a shout out to one of my previous mentors who has helped me so much. Her name is Tara Grace. I highly recommend her. She is a feminine embodiment wealth coach. And I came from a world where I was the portfolio manager for the largest bourbon in the world, right? So I'm surrounded by men in a masculine world where I'm the number one head honcho, like keeping up with the boys to get number one on the leaderboard. I came from a very masculine ran even though it was woman run company prior to me starting my own company where it was go 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 do 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 more more produce more very patriarchal kind of systems and so when i started my own company i knew right away i needed support of not just this framework of systems and strategies but i needed to really embrace my femininity i've already been in metaphysics but i knew i could come i already came in with like so much like assertiveness that i wanted that balance And she really helped me. But something happened where I realized, uh uh-oh, I'm out of whack. Like, I can tell that harmony, that balance, that reciprocity. How do you say the word? Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Sacred reciprocity. The Quechua word is Aini. It's A-Y-N-I. Right. Oh, I just laugh at myself because we're live and I love alliteration. My name is Cynthia Stant. My show is Spiritual Success. You know how many times I'm like, okay. So, but (laughs) the thing is, um, I caught myself. 
And this is what happened. I am the leader in my business. I am the leader to my employees and the leader to uh, my, my, my clients. I'm a leader to my children. I share leadership with my husband. I'm a leader in my community. I'm a leader even in my bigger family. Like I'm constantly leading. And if I have this, this knowingness that if anybody can do it, it's me. Give me more. I, I'm strong enough. I can handle it. Give me, add more. I can, I can manage it. I can discipline myself to do it. I can take it on. I can do it. And then what happened one day was, I realized, and this is my vulnerability of sharing my story, um, that I was bringing that being in control all the time, being the boss all the time into my marriage, into my personal like sex life and stuff. And, and what I mean by that is like, I just would say, babe, where do you want to go? And I'll be like, um, I'm like, let's go here. And I'll be like, why, why didn't you even listen to me? Like, why can't I take you somewhere? Why? Well, I used to have to plan all the weekends. It has to be exactly mm -hmm. like plan, 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 because it has to go perfectly. And I knew that about myself. And I was like, well, it is what it is. But then Tara one day said to me, my son's name is Derek. And I joke around, I call him Derek the parrot because he soaks everything in, right? Um, the other day we were joking around and I, he's talking about assets and, and playing real estate investor with his little brother and teaching him because he watches mommy, daddy. And we're like, Oh my God, look at him. Right. But I noticed he's such an observer and I was having this conversation with my mentor and she was saying, how would you feel if your son was with a woman who kind of treated him like that? Mm -hmm. the emasculation that we do as powerful women whoa and i was like if i saw a young lady yeah emasculate my son i would mm -hmm. not be okay with it right and he's watching mommy sometimes do that to daddy mm -hmm. and so for me that was a big aha moment and a time for me to acknowledge it yeah brace right now as an opportunity to change it and to see it through. And so for me personally, what I did was I, I accepted support from God. For me, I said, I don't need to handle all of this because Cynthia Stan as a human actually getting bigger and bigger, the more success you have, the more support you need to have, not just delegating to a team in the physical, but, but delegating to God in the spiritual. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to drop back and to be more in my feminine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom, 70,000 cash months started consistently rolling in, right? And it's not like, what a coincidence. No, I, I stopped pushing, forcing, and started receiving. But yes. I also paid attention how this played in my bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was open to receiving more there as well. And I'm like, I'm receiving more money. I'm receiving more love this is actually awesome. And it's, it's not as stressful and hard as we make it. That's just these stories we tell ourselves because of the conditioning we have in a patriarchal, you know, business. Yes, yes. And so do we allow ourselves to receive support when we actually are feeling less than healthy? Do we allow ourselves to receive not just like the cut and paste, I'm going to go see my PP, PCP, get the basic labs, get my drug, but actually go, no, there's an expansiveness, but also 
Do I allow myself to drop into desire? Do I go inside and listen into my intuition? Do I allow myself to slow down and be the dynamic, ever-changing being that I am? Do I allow myself to acknowledge that in a 28-day infradian rhythm, we the moon pulls tides, like we are not intended to be doing the same type of work, existing in the same way in our social settings when we're in our ovulatory week or when we're in our bleeding time, right? Do we allow ourselves to show vulnerability? Because what I know, I was just listening to a quote from Tony Robbins, and it was something like um, the the to the the extent of our success and our joy is directly related to how often and to what degree we're, we allow ourselves to feel uncomfortable. Yep. Do we allow ourselves to actually show ourselves and be uncomfortable, but get our roots deep into the earth, knowing that we are deeply supported and able to receive, right? Do we allow to pull energy to us rather than chasing down, push, 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 right? To actually take the armor off. Mm -hmm. And then in a sexual space, do we allow ourselves to lay on the bed and receive and just let someone luxuriate with our body to receive oral sex, to receive hands, to receive caress, to receive someone, let him or her read poetry into your skin in the full space of I'm receiving, not thinking about how am I going to give back later on, mm -hmm. not feeling guilty or wondering how much time this is taking or if it's taking you longer exactly. to reach orgasm based on perimenopause and menopause. Just like so many women have that. They're so in their head during the yes. actual act. But to just drop being, in the body and receive. Yeah, yeah. drop in and receive. And yeah. I often think of the analogy of a river. The masculine is the banks. Okay. The solidity, the structure yeah. that creates the space for the water to flow. And as women, we're the water. We're flowing. And then we'll bump up a rock and we just go around it. Sometimes we get caught in an eddy. If you don't know river terminology, that's when the water goes over on the side and just kind of spins a little bit and gets a little bit stuck. Yeah. But it finds its way. And it finds its way to the ocean, yeah. right? It doesn't, we don't, if without the banks, it's a flood. We have to have the banks. We have to have the structure. And yeah. like you said, it's not just out in the fields smelling the daisy all day, yeah. but it's also not perpetually white knuckling it, pushing our way through and being the banks. Yeah. So then in relationship, if you're in a heterosexual relationship, to, and especially here I am, I'm the breadwinner financially. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to relinquish and allow him to plan a date and really allow myself to receive the spontaneity of where it's going to go and allow myself, this is another Alison Armstrong one, to putter. Mm -hmm. Women, we have to allow space to just putter, like yeah. block off time in our schedule where we can simply be home, hopefully have everybody out of the house, and we're going to putter. I'm going to go water the plants and then I'm going to go take a bath and then I'm going to go journal and I'm going to play some music and have a dance party. And then I'm going to go take on a baking project, whatever mm -hmm. it is. I'm in the space of puttering and I'm going on a date with my husband tonight and he's got it taken care of. Right. I'm not going to be in my controlling 
managing all the details. Maybe it's going to be a screw up job. Who knows? But whatever, I'm relinquishing it and I'm going to be in the space of receiving. But right now I'm puttering. And when I'm done puttering and when I'm ready, then I'm ready and come pick me up and let's go. But to actually allow ourselves to let it go or hire a VA, hire someone else to manage your social media, whatever it is, without the need to micromanage and control it and trust that it's divine and it's perfect, however it ends up. And even I, like my water bottle that I always keep says perfectionism is canceled. I love that. We're not looking for perfectionism here. Yeah. We're looking for ease and flow and receiving to be in the energy of having like right now i'm reading the book the having i love it oh i'll write this one down yeah su yun lee um the having it's so good but just to be in the space of right now i can share absolute gratitude that i have whatever it is that i have i have this spectacular right now i'm in a mansion and i am being held and receiving and i have spectacular abundance I have this beautiful water glass with, with filtered water that's the perfect temperature, right? I have someone who lit this candle. Beautiful. I have $500 in my wallet mm -hmm. because I'm watching myself and my comfort level of how much cash can I honestly feel comfortable with carrying on me and to allow the abundance, allow the expansiveness. Yeah. Well, you must give thanks to receive more things to be thankful for. And then the thing is too, so, you know, we talk a lot and I just want ladies to really like have this hit home. So we are in the physical form, like the divine feminine, you can see it. Our bodies are literally meant to receive, right? Like they're meant to receive and how mm -hmm. you do one thing is how you do everything. So yes. if you want to learn how to take things from the into manifestation into the physical we have to remember anything that's here in the physical that's already been manifested isn't who we are it's who we were our past thoughts feelings actions are what got us to where we're at now so mm -hmm. if you want to bring things that are not in the physical yet into the physical you must be comfortable of bringing your thoughts your energy all these things that are happening in your head getting rid of that and really bringing them down into your physical and be open to receiving not just in one area of your life but all areas of your life because how you do one is how you do everything so if yes. you're noticing you're missing this receiving aspect look at all the areas not just one and ask yourself am i being her my inner feminine how am I receiving with her? But mm -hmm. I, you and I, like, we are on the same wavelength. We could chat it up all mm -hmm. day. I love how so many same thoughts, different backgrounds, different educations, same mm -hmm. ideal client, but different ways to help and support. I just think it's really beautiful. And I'm really grateful for our friendship and this fun talk that we had. Absolutely. So, Looking forward to more. I want to say one thing because I love that you mentioned one more thing. I want to make sure that you squeeze the it actual out. physical receiving. Yeah. Words. Words are power, and we have to acknowledge that the past has created who we are, but that's also the past of history. And so the word vagina, if you look it up in an old yeah. dictionary, it literally means the sheath to hold a sword. Mm -hmm. The Like this space is just for a sword versus like the, the book of the vagina by Naomi Wolf, Wolf, so good. 
but it's actually our space of holding our energy and our power and our expansiveness and our orgasmic potential, which mm -hmm. brings in our oxytocin and our belonging and our connection. Yeah. And then what's fascinating is the nerve that, that innervates our pelvic region that actually creates orgasm is called the pudendal nerve. Pudendal, if you look it up in the Latin meaning, means to be ashamed of. Wow. So in our history and in our past, there is an ingrained foundation that the role of our vagina is to hold, quote unquote, his sword. Lord. And that when there's innervation and pleasure and orgasm, that there that we should feel ashamed of it. And I go, hell no. Yeah. We get to rewrite that. Yeah. We get to be expansive and abundant and um, in a place of absolute receivership to feel in that part of our body, to create in that part of our body, to feel our power and our connection with that, earth. That part of our body literally is a portal to the universe. Yes. Like souls, think about where they come from. How do they come through our female body? We yeah. are so powerful. And it's, a, and, and like I said, these, this conditioning that happens, it's time to rewrite the script. It's time yeah. to rewrite the story. Yeah. It's your voice. It's my voice. It's the ladies who are listening, who are going to spread the word. It's the ripple effect. But I think that's, that's so interesting to bring into your awareness. Mm -hmm. Well, today's been super fun. I'm sure people are going to see more of us together. Um, I, I value your friendship and I just, I could chat with you all day, but I'd love, um, we're going to share all the links, but yeah. Where can people find you? What is the best place for people to go connect with you? Yeah, after sure. I'm sure that there will be links in the show notes, but the easiest is to go to mariahbrown.com, M-A-R-A-Y-A brown.com. My podcast is the Women's Vibrancy Code. I do occasional workshops where you get to come into my space and I just give away your roadmap to once again, feel more energized get the solutions to balancing your hormones and getting you on that journey of feeling turned on by your life, your lover and yourself. You can find me in Facebook. You can find me in Instagram. I'm just starting to poke into the TikTok and LinkedIn world, but yes, <laughs> right now, right now it's still Facebook DMs, Instagram DMs. I'm quite reachable. Just reach out my way. Let me know. What are you struggling with? Yeah. Right. What, what really caught your eye and you're like, oh my gosh, how did she know I'm experiencing that? Let me know. And I promise I'll figure out a plan, right? We'll come up with a plan to help support you along your journey so that you can prioritize your foundational well-being, get rid of those old stinking thinking stories, get the trauma out of the way, stop going to the places where people say either it's all in your head or here's a prescription, and really start make, taking the steps and having a clear roadmap of what do I need to shift in my nutrition, my supplementation, how I'm thinking, getting the right tests, being surrounded by the right support in my journey of sexuality and sensuality and feeling vibrant and passionate. Just know that I'm there. I'm reachable. Reach out in whatever way you can find and grab the links in the show notes. Wonderful. Exactly. And my team is putting them there. So great. And awesome. So good seeing you. Yeah, Everybody. Absolutely. Thank you. Acknowledge it, embrace it, see it through. Hey, successful soul. Before you head to the next episode of Spiritual Success, be sure to come join me and other like-minded entrepreneurs and business professionals in my Facebook group called Spiritual Success Sorority. Everyone is welcome. And if you're loving the show, you're going to love the group even more. 
There, I'll be engaging with you weekly in live shows, listening to your input for new weekly topics, and hosting exclusive workshops for members only. So if you're looking to really uplevel your financial and personal success, meet me on over in the Spiritual Success Sorority Facebook group. See you on the inside.